Yes, that was Carl Orff. I'm just waiting for my main man, Ollie. Give us a wave, mate. Get on this blower. Next up, we have... Okay, where are you? Have you guessed my voice yet? Alright, let's sort this out. You're listening to the Cowshed Pod here on Podbean, episode number one. Let's sort this. Oh, it's ringing. Hey, how you doing? Not bad. Not bad. Welcome, welcome. Episode number one. Right, we, are. we are on. We are still recording. Thank God. Been caught me off guard then for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? Oh, trying to work out the old puzzle map. Is what's going on? Jesus. It's like a massive puzzle. Yeah, about needing a headphones and that, and I was thinking, oh, Nah, mate. We'll do it old school. Anyway, what's on the Just agenda to today? Oh. You know, this and that. What's on the agenda today? Well, okay. I suppose we're here to talk about all the world of sport and hopefully bring an hour of light-hearted entertainment for everybody to enjoy and to not be confused in any way, shape or form and certainly try to confuse everybody, I suppose. <laughs> Let's get it done then, mate. Oh. That was that was that was far too much opera for my liking. Good old Carl Orff. <laughs> okay, so today's talking points are. Uh, we spoke about this last night, didn't we? Uh, the the COVID the the e- situation with the e- EFL call offs. Uh, five at last count. I know Doncaster oh, fell. Doncaster fell yesterday. It's men. It's yeah, mental, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Somewhere last season, they had to have 70, 75% of their games that were scheduled to have been played before they do PPG. Right, okay. Um, 
thing with the whole COVID thing that I don't get was that I read somewhere for one of Tottenham's games was they, they had to play, I believe it was against AFC Wimbledon. <laughs> um, you say whatever you like. <laughs> they had, I think it was eight players who were tested positive for COVID, and yet the EFL told them they've had enough squad to play in the game. That's and right. Bristol Rovers had two, and, and they the got, yeah, they got told not to play it. I, I remember that. It was Charlton, weren't it? They were away to Charlton and they got told, no, you can't play. something interesting last night to do with the rugby now they're calling off games and if your game is called off you get awarded full points and the opponent who has the COVID cases they get uh, awarded the draw points It does, doesn't it? They've got their head screwed on. Well, you say that, but then you look at, say, say last season when we were meant to play in Gloucester. Yeah. Yeah, Gloucester had it bad last year, didn't they? Um, yeah, but then it was like, when we were meant to play in the stadium, Yeah, it does, it does. I mean... Okay, I get... Um, for, for us, we have nothing to play for. It's weird being on such a... Rubbish run, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, rug- rugby, last season, they weren't prepared for it, I don't think. They weren't prepared for any of it. So that's why you had all the confusion about, um, you know, awarding points and stuff like that. Because they had, no, they had nothing written in law. That's right. That's that. Yeah, that is one hundred percent right. I must admit, so I changed. 
Say that again. Oh yeah, definitely. I was just going to bring you, yeah. I was just going to bring him up. Actually, I was a bit shocked to see Chancery has done away with him. Forty-six days, one win in ten. In no, I don't think we're going to really know until um, you know they come out and say. But he hasn't had any sort of well-wishing from Wednesday, not on their part, not so whatsoever. Well, I mean, you, you look at the start of the season, they were, kind of, they were trying to battle for the division, and right now, it's, they're, they're, not in, they're not in a bad position, they're not in the relegation zone. Well, they were like three... I I think I I think that's a poison challenge that's a poison chalice now. And no mate Yeah, no 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 decent coach in their right mind would go there to be fair. Well, that's right. It, you, people are going to be looking at that and say, "Well, hang on a minute," because he didn't lose the other nine games, did he? He got a fair, a fair whack of draws out of that. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything because I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> well, you take into account the fact that not so long ago they were 12 points um, deducted. Oh, yeah. I mean... Even Brian Clough couldn't have pulled him out of that situation. Yeah. Oh, they were. They were in Europe most seasons. They were up there chanting yeah. the title um, early 90s. Yeah, they've done damage in the FA Cup as well. And Chris Yeah. <laughs> I remember Tony Adams dropping Steve Morrow on his shoulders and breaking them. <laughs> Poor sod. <laughs> Only Tony Adams could do that. VAR. 
good. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I can tell you where it's going to go. In the bin, mate. Put it in the bin. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. controversy there's no hiding by behind anything you know if it's a if it's a foul if it if it's like a forward pass or it's a bad foul they know instantly and the fans know instantly That's the that's the uh, red area, isn't it? That's that is the instant um, sin binning or even a dismissal. Everything's clarified, isn't it? Um yeah, I I get what you're saying. I mean um VAR is not fit for purpose. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
I'm going to be a little bit controversial here because it's still a bit sore. Jordan Pickford and his knee break on uh, Virgil. Now, now, yeah, you might still be celebrating that, but he didn't get sent off because the the VAR officials didn't, in inverted commas, pick up the foul before they judged the offside. Which is totally wrong. It should be foul first. They should do it in event order. So, he's crunched him, and then they've adjudged Virgil as being offside. Well, it's not just that. Pickford, so Pickford has been a uh, serial offender when it comes to fouls this year. Definitely, I mean, it's got its faults, definitely. I think they just need to sort out uh, what's what. Um, you know, they're saying, oh, I've read things like, oh, they are... Uh, they're trying to make it simpler for people to understand and the rest to to get the decisions right. But where's the proof? There's no proof at the minute. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all, what they're saying between the and the referee. Then they need to they need to sort of um, get hold of the hold of the broadcaster who's willing to do that for them. Concept's right, but it's the delivery that they're getting wrong at the minute. Say that again. Where are you, MK? 
Uh, don't get me started on uh, PBG. <laughs> anyway, um, this season, how do you think this season's going to go? Yeah, why not? Let's talk about it. I think the most surprising, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think the most surprising um, transfer for me was Healy going to France. Say they were saying it was big money, right? But if you look on, um, I think it's transfer market. They're now quite bang on when it comes to transfer fees. They were saying four hundred fifty thousand, which is, to me is to me isn't a lot. Not for, and nowhere nearly the valuation I would have put on Healy myself. Well, that's true. Very true. And then, I mean, we we let Fair run in the summer with him and we're bringing these loan signings. Lassie Sorensen will. I'm just in bed. I'm getting a lot of the money. I'm having a joke, sir. Who's that? Sorensen. Yeah, I mean, he went through a, a, a slight rough patch, but he, he's come on leaps and bounds since he'd been here. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, there's a lot of people who follow him at Stoke City. They're quite surprised that he's um, gone out online to us and not playing with them, which is saying something, really. Oh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> oh, mean, well. Oh, I like this. I like this. 
make it out to be. I think I think uh, you're right. I think Matchroom have kept kept this, this club going. Uh, I think if it weren't for Barry and Eddie Hearn, you know, and all the money that they've been pouring into uh, the the arena with their showcases. between uh, MK and I think it's the Hydro Centre in Glasgow I think oh, really? it is yeah I don't, that was a couple couple weeks ago I know I don't think it was anything to do with what O'Sullivan had said about the city I think they yeah I think it's so they can put more matches on yeah yeah Oh no! It's a, it's on. I I saw that on BBC on the BBC Sport pages. Uh, okay. I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I Mm-hmm. Um, they, t- they took on the best 
players, so like Gale and Frank and Margot and etc. etc. Oh yeah. Now, where is life and good Drop a little ladder. <laughs> Go ahead. What if, for example, Gale with Price, final match of the night. Yeah. He walks out and he's smoking his face in. Yeah, well, with the countdown clock. You imagine the crowd, and all this time, and they're hyped up for the final game, which is this thing that it is, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, I've got it, I've got it. I know exactly where you're going with this. I have the tiger Oh, that would be love. That would be epic, wouldn't it? Oh, that'd be unbelievable. The crowd would be on their feet. Anybody that's not been to the when COVID nineteen is all said, get yourself to the Premier League, get yourself to the World Championships. Oh. No, it's just a shame. I'm going to soundproof this room because I'm getting feedback from elsewhere. Go on. Well, you know, apart from the eight minutes of uh, Karloff while we're trying to get the cons going. Karloff, whose idea was that, eh? Oh, no, that would be mine. Karloff. <laughs> Oh, Fortuna. You're like, am I on the right pod? <laughs> Catherine Tate. Catherine Jenkins. Okay, so shall we turn to, shall we turn to, uh, mutual level saints then? Okay, so uh, I haven't even bothered looking at the table to be fair. I know that we picked up our first win in God knows how long. Um, but big T's back, Timana Harrison. Yeah, I think um, old Boydie, his his ideals are right, but they're just not coming to fruition. I mean, results have picked up, uh, performances. I mean, not results. Performances have picked up. We took uh, we took the game to Leinster the other day, which is. Uh, Bristol game where for a lot of that game we really 
Bristol under a lot of pressure. And we were playing well, we were defending well. And then... Oh, is that uh, Aaron, Aaron Painter gave away that penalty, didn't he? No, I mean that. I'm. I've never had a bad word to say about Painter, but that was pretty much a dick move by him. I I don't know what I don't know I don't know whether he thought the clock. Um, was about to strike when he did it, but you don't do that. Not that close to your your own fucking goal. Exactly. In the, it, it wouldn't have been so bad if he had done it up on the Bristol end, because then they had the chance to, uh, you know, try and slow the slow Bristol's progression or even kill the game. But they didn't. The fact that it was in their own own half, I think that was it. As soon as he gave it, I, I looked at that and I thought, no, nah, the game's gone. He he was lucky not to get sent off. Um, I looked at that game and I thought, you know, there's nothing worse than that. But then a week later, it's four dollars in the European Cup competition, and then I I just could not believe it. I saw when the Bordeaux kicker goal hits the post. You don't really mind, do you? Not really. What's going on here, yeah? I mean, look at if you look at um, look at Courtney Laws. I mean, it's quite unfortunate for him this season he's he's come back he's uh, got himself back into the into the team he's doing quite well he's got himself injured again yeah i mean he's been a long servant to the club and that um, he's a nice chap i mean if if you if you stop him at the stadium when we were allowed in there He's got plenty of time for everybody. You know? He, 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 he's got... What's this he's got? Hmm? Oh, he's like, I'm speaking. I'm in the stadium. What do you want about? Oh. 
Yeah, that an- that ancient old thing that we used to do, you know, before COVID and Boris Johnson happened. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's any coincidence when he's not been in the side that we've struggled. And yeah. particularly when when that transition period happened, when we lost Cobus to Montpellier. That, that, that was a huge, huge I think uh, you can't blame him, though. You can't blame him for wanting to go for better money. Anyone would do it. Oh. Yeah, you can't get better. You can't get better than you know the top fourteen. There's no league. There's no league that touches it, in my opinion. affected who was it Chris Robshaw has he gone out there went out there he was told he can't play for the he couldn't play for England yeah well I think that sort of forced his hand though didn't it recording this and then you you uh it'll come to you later you'll be messaging me <laughs> i do think that uh saints need to keep hold of dan bigger they you know they they need to tie him down I fucking love i don't need to swear but i fucking love that guy <laughs> the bo- the boots of god I 
Yeah, I mean, to be to be fair to him, he's been on international duty most of this season anyway. Like most, yeah, like most of mo- like most of the kids have. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh, yeah, Where's he off to? Where's he gone to? Because he was an Irish, he got released, didn't he? Yeah, I believe he's. Ospreys, oh, not a bad, no, not a bad shout if 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 that's the truth. <laughs> not a bad side to go to either. Yeah. So. Luther Burrell, he was another yeah. one. He come down from uh, Leeds, Carnegie. Is it Le- Leeds Rhinos, Leeds Carnegie? One of the two. Yeah, I know he was. He was in the Leeds Academy. He. Was, he yeah. He played, I think it was, for Huddersfield. Then he went to Leeds Carnegie. And then Saints picked him up from there. Well, if, there, if there's any Saints fans listening to this, if you're still with us, drop us, a, drop, drop us, a, drop us an email at fromthecowshed.uk at gmail.com and... Uh, correct, correct, yeah, correct, like correct, correct me at your will. going on there how to can how to shoot down episode one in one foul swoop <laughs> uh, i'll edit that a bit out later <laughs> i think they had a point to prove to be fair i mean getting relegated it must have stung them it must have, it must have been grating on them that season. Oh yeah, I mean it's kind of. They ain't got a bad yeah, side. They've not got a bad side. They've got Toby Flood in there. Yeah, I mean we just talked about it as well. I'm pretty sure Luther was playing for them. I think he was a few years ago. I think he's there now. I haven't been keeping track of him. I've been seeing him do his comms bit on. Um, you know, BT Sport when Saints have been playing. I think he was even on Amazon Prime with Dylan Hartley the other day. Oh, for the... Um, for the internationals. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I told you I've got far too much time on my hands. <laughs>
Oh yes, I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you when you were gonna get onto AJ. I mean, we're both, um, we're both. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm a huge Tyson Fury fan. Huge. Well, I think as his attitude totally changed after he had his troubles, you know. He took that time out, he come back a different person. Tyson said. Tyson has said it many times. He said he wants to do it. He doesn't want it with the door shut because he wants. He wants. I mean, AJ had. Uh, I think it was a thousand against. Um, who was it? Was it um, Kubrat? Kubrat Yeah. Yeah. He. He was say I he said having those thousand fans there, it felt like he he, he had like fifty thousand fans in that arena. I I don't think it, the Fury AJ fight would work for me if they only capped it at a thousand fans because uh, a lot of fight fans in Britain. Uh, got an affinity with both of them. Oh, absolutely. That's that's the, the that's the point in it. The point is, until they open up the stadiums again fully, there's no point having that unification belt. Totally agree with you. But yeah, you know, from a British standpoint, every boxing fan, I'm sure, I believe. Fight to be, I, I for one, would personally 
Oh, it's got to be. It has, it has to be in London. Either London or Manchester, I, I, I would think. I mean, there's all been I believe I remember seeing the same thing, yeah. If it's over in Saudi, if it's over in the um, Dubai again, then AJ's already got a huge following. Following over there, it'd be like a home home match for him. The thing that you know, the thing that is unique about this is neither. Tyson or AJ have got any bad blood between them. There's nothing. There's nothing like that. Yeah, there's not. There's not. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, once it get, once that deal signed, they'll put on the public pantomime, won't they? Of uh, oh yeah, I'm going to take your head off. And, uh, you're just a bum. You're you big dosser. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it started off after AJ
outstanding props to make it now is Alexander Usyk has a mandatory shot for one of AJ's belts that he can have a say in one in his fight. What about Dillian White? Is that, is that, is not right now after the so he's back down the pecking order. I, I believe so. But this this is the thing now with boxing. You go back twenty five years ago. It yeah. used to be that ranking system of say if you're ten rank, you want to work your way up. You had to fight. If they get this fight sorted, who would your money be on? (laughs) (laughs) It's a simple question. Are you Team Fury or Team AJ? Well, I've discussed this with a few people online in a couple of forums that I'm on. And a lot of people were saying, you know, they think that Anthony Joshua would finish him off because he's got he's got the better speed. But, no, but if AJ tries to take it into a slugfest, he'll lose. Fury will spark him out. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. As, as, as I've already said, uh, what I love about Tyson Fury is that he's a class beyond itself. I would even say he's a more of a cere- cerebral fighter than AJ is. Well, yeah, but he 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 he, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got that fighting background, but he he also he it might not come across in these fights, but he is one to he takes a step back in his head and he knows exactly what he's going to do next without having to uh, overthink it. Yeah. 
I think I think that just proved that just proved that you know all all these jibes that he was thrown from the press from everybody. He, he thought to himself, "I'm going to go in there and I'm going to destroy this fucker." He 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 said he was going to go in there and knock him out, and even John A dismissed him as a you know. Uh, cheap talk. He said he was a cheap talker. He said you're not going to do nothing. He's going to be. Uh, he's in. He's on the list, then, yeah. <laughs> Did they say he, he got cramped from having to walk to the ring in uh, that gear? He did, didn't he? Oh, that's not fair. Tyson was carried to the ring. I had to walk in that forty-pound suit, and it turns out he had. It turns out he 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 done sprints in forty-pound suits that Tyson managed to get a, a videos off and posted online. <laughs> Why the hell would you do I think he just let, he let wealth go to his head. Right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this segment up. We've got about twenty minutes left. Twenty minutes left already. Yeah, we were uh, we're well. If you take out the eight minutes of Carl off, I don't know what I was fucking thinking with that. To be fair. <laughs> oh my god! Right, we're gonna quickly go on to. Another oh, another favourite fighter of ours. Hang on, before you before you go on to one more thing I wanted to cry out every boxing. What did you think of that fight? I didn't I didn't buy it, mate. I didn't I was all for it and uh the wife said, Are you gonna buy it? And then when I decided to buy it well, luckily I didn't pay for it. Uh they changed the rules. And I thought, no, fuck that, I'm not going to buy that now. Uh, it killed it. All those rule changes actually killed my interest in that fight. It, it turned it into a, a, a glorified exhibition for a bit of um, rubber belt. Yeah. No knockout, it was just like a cut ends the fight. I, I did see the fight when he was free on BT Sport. I mean, he, he, he did look the brutal angle that he was 25, 30 years ago. He's, no, I mean, he's now talking about going for a proper belt. And if, none of, if they're not going to let him fight without headgear, he's not going to get a shot at a belt, is he? 
That's it. <laughs> oh my god, it gets worse, doesn't it? It gets worse. You know what? It's one of those things where I believe when I put it because there was this talk for so many years that Nigel Ben, Chris Eubank might have put it on the third time. Didn't they do it? Not that I can recall. And I look at stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. You can't really argue against that, can you? Not really. Alright, so we are on to our next favourite fighter. Now this man, this is proper fighting, mate. Mystic match is back, my friend. Guess who's back? Back again. Mystic Mac. Tell a friend. The Notorious is back in the ring on the 23rd of January. And he's taking on Dustin Fourier. Yeah. Now, I... I think why I think the deal is that if he comes through this and he takes out Fourier, then White will um, put him into another title shot. What's your thoughts on this? See, I was more expecting that the Khabib is now a fighter. There will be for the belt. No doubt they the uh put him into a title fight comment will come back to bite me and he's already in the title fight but You gotta think he's been out of the out of the octagon for a while now. So I know mean, he's been I see I I follow her, I follow him on Twitter. I've got him on Twitter. And he posts videos of him training and whatnot. He's looking good. The boy is looking good. He's back. I think so. I think I I've watched a bit of Poirier on um, BT lately, but I don't know. 
it's a hard one to call. I'd like to say that Connor's gonna gonna uh, take the you know take the win, but Dustin is a pretty hard mother. He's not gonna be a pushover. Not at all. what he done to Jose Aldo and Aldo is still going he's still in the mix for uh, title fights Christ he, uh, what was it he took him out he took him out with two or three punches weren't it uh, Aldo the first the, yeah it wasn't even like 30 seconds he took him out I think it still is the fastest knockout in USC history, mate. I think it still is. Masvidal. Now the big Masvidal is the BMF champion, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There was talk. When he got it, he, he he actually turned around and said that if he ever gets the opportunity, he wants to get into the ring with uh, Conor McGregor for the BMF Championship. How fuck? How cool would that be? How cool would that be to to add that to his um? Huh? Yeah. I think that's uh I can never pronounce Justin's surname. <laughs> Justin Gagey. Gagey. Yeah. Well he has gotta take out he's gotta take out you know, he's been out of the out of the loop for a while. So it makes sense he's gotta go out there and take out everyone in his path. Yeah. So, do we dare to call this fight? Well, I'll, I'll say McGregor. McGregor. I think, I think it's going to be comeback stories. And I hope you're right, because I, I hope you're right, because I'm going to go down with the McGregor route too. Go on, Macca. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely. Know, definitely, mate. It could be one of those very like, um, web tiger wins. Nobody's thought he'd come back, but he's come back and won a major, you know. Yeah. Well, we're behind you, mate, weren't we? We're behind you, Connor. Come on. Oh, no, 
Come on, you fucking notorious bastard. Oh, he, he hasn't run out to that for ages, has he? He, he was using that, um, uh, Sinead O'Connor track, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's gone into some nunnery. She's been a nunnery for ages. She come out of that nunnery, and now she is a um, anti-war protester or something, or an environmentalist. Wait a minute. I've got to save the tree. Okay, so we've got a little bit of time left, and I don't. I think it's only right that we should. Um, touch on one John Huber. Yeah. Brody Lee, or if you don't watch AEW, Luke Harper. A sad, a sad, sad loss. Sad loss. I must admit, when I heard the thing, I thought somebody would yeah. It didn't seem right. It didn't seem real, did it? No. I mean, he looks at what he was doing. Dark Order. He, yeah, he's the Dark Order. He was the leader. Of, he was the mysterious leader for a few months of the Dark Order. And then he, when he had his deal signed, he, that's when he made his um, TV debut. He wasn't on AEW for long. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that long. No, that, I think, I think, I think, I think both the WWE and AEW have both kept that private. I think mainly because of. He's still got young kids. You know, uh, I don't think uh, it's right to have that. I think they're right to, to withhold that sort of information. It'll come out when it, yeah, it'll, it'll it will come out in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, like all the le- uh, legends. Um. Oh, what what was his name? The right, the last one, Warrior, 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 Warrior. Yeah. Uh, Zeus. Pat Patterson. That's the one, Pat yeah. Patterson. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I mean. There's so there's so many in there. That is uh, that is terrible. What happened to him? Yeah, the fact that he was staying with blood. That is that is um. I think that's the one that shook us most. But I, I mean, yeah, nobody. I don't think anyone deserves to go like that. No, not really. 
there's so we could be here all day talking about people that we've lost in the in the world of sport but this is a happy show this is the start of a brand new dawn my friend yeah this is yeah. it That was sad as fuck, mate. You got, you got, you got to like, you got to put the, it puts things in perspective. You know, with, with everything that's going on at the minute, and it just shows that it just proves that nobody is immortal. It just proves that. I lost my nan this year. It wasn't due to COVID, but it was at the start of the pandemic. And yeah, I remember you saying. And that, uh, that was bad enough. You can, it took me quite a while to um, get over that, to be fair. Yeah, it's a pain, it's a, the pain that don't leave you, but it's the future that matters, mate. It's the future. It cuts it cuts you deep, doesn't it? My well, I think I, I yeah, I think uh, I speak from both of us when I say, uh, you know, deepest deepest sympathies for everyone who's lost anyone this year. Hundred percent. Let's 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 have a little giggle now, mate. Let's have a giggle. So, Definitely, definitely. If any, if anyone out there um, just wants to talk, drop us an email, email on our Gmail. We are, mate. Okay, so last but not least, before I uh, here's with our eight-minute Carlo playout. No, no, I'm not playing that again, mate. My eardrums are still ble- my eardrums are still bleeding. My eardrums are bleeding. We are going to go on to a celebrated celebratory Muppets of the Year contenders. Where, where, where do you want to start with? 
<laughs> was Muppet of the Year. Mine, my, my Muppet of the Year is Jordan Pickford. I say that because, not just because of what he did to Fergie, but because uh, he's shown himself to be a totally crap goalkeeper. And footballer. He's been a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's been a dickhead. Pure and simple, he's a muppet. Well, that sort of pro- that sort of proves how um, situations change. So, go on, your turn. It's your turn, mate. Yeah, we're we're not plagiarising the last leg. Adam, if you're listening to this, we are not plagiarising Dick of the Year. (laughs) (laughs) I bet Boris Johnson will win it again. Yeah, but last year it was Johnson. He should have won it this year, to be fair. Um, Who is your next nomination for Muppet of the Year? I think I think I think we've got a stonewall winners there, mate. I think 
I don't think we need to go on. I think the Paul brothers have got it. <laughs> I say let them get on and let them let um the notorious knock him the fuck out. Say that again. I did see that. I I wrote that on the um blog that I wrote for from the cow shed. I think he, I think he was given that fight just to see how he, he would get on. Oh, okay. um, I think. We've got about three and a half minutes left on this broadcast. Definitely, mate, definitely. So, so, without a doubt, which Logan brother are you going to name your Muppet of the Year? Ah. Well, in true honour tradition, the Muppets won't be getting a trophy off us. <laughs> they ain't getting nothing, mate. Well, I think it's about time we wrap this up, mate. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, Logan and Jake, if by some miracle you do listen to this and you have a grumble, email me, bitches. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up because we've got a couple minutes. Hey? Come on, mate, come on. You can knock them out. We're going to play this debut episode out with a favourite of mine. Live Forever by Oasis. Oh, yeah, I knew you'd like it. Okay, chaps and chapettes, this has been From the Cow Shed, episode one. We're here, and we're here to fucking stay. I've been Steve-O. That's been Ollie. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.